Hi guys, welcome to Belief Alchemy with Megan O'Neill. Every week I'll be sitting down to interview visionary women who will teach us how to have a more magical mindset and to create greater possibility in our lives and in our business. So I was driving in downtown Ottawa the other day and I saw this car and on the back of the car, there was a bumper sticker and the bumper sticker said, I owe, I owe, it's off to work, I go. And I was like, oh my God, that's such a horrible, that's such a horrible sticker to me. Now it was kind of funny, of course, but in many ways to me, it, it showed a mindset and it was kind of like, to be honest, like a victim mindset that you have no choice and that you have to work. And, you know, it was just this really negative relationship with work. And I think that this is a perfect example of what I'm going to talk to you about today. And that is our beliefs around work. And in particular, our belief that you have to work your fingers to the bone in order to deserve success. This is so important, particularly important with women. Because women still do the majority of the domestic work in households, plus they do what I call the emotional labor, which is taking care of children, taking care of the emotional needs of the family and taking care of um, caretaking elderly people like our mothers and fathers, you know, they call it the sandwich generation for, you know, anyone with sandwich generation, meaning that you are taking care of your kids and you're taking care of your elderly parents or relatives at the same time. And I know that very well. And it's super, super stressful. So I want to talk to you, female women entrepreneurs, because I hear this as one of the major blocks for growth in a person's business. So say, for example, I'm working with a business coach and she is so excited about um, a course that she's created or a group that she wants to run. And we go through and she's got all these fantastic ideas and she's got it pretty well mapped out. She has a good idea of what she wants to accomplish. She has an idea of what her income goals are, but she's stuck. She's stuck. She's getting in her own way. She knows she's procrastinating. And yet it's in complete contrast to the fact that she has such great ideas. So just let me explain one thing, because this is a really important point. Our mind in many ways is a dichotomy. We hold two opposing ideas at the same time. So you could be completely passionate and completely focused on creating this particular aspect of, uh, in your business, like a course or a group or a project or whatever it is, new product. And yet there's another part of your mind that is stopping you from doing it. And there's the dichotomy. And what ends up happening as a result of the dichotomy is you end up feeling stuck. That is the number one phrase I've heard for the last 20 years of doing my work. Megan, I feel stuck. I can't stand this. I want to change it. I'm so tired of feeling stuck. I get it. I completely get it. And I particularly get it because my jam, my expertise is in, um, is in beliefs. And if beliefs are in opposition, then you will not go anywhere. That's what I work on. So here's what I want to talk about with work. Work is really interesting because, um, humans have always been working. I mean, we've always worked to exist. And I do actually believe in my experience of working one-on-one -on -one with clients that, that it actually, I, I really honestly believe it comes through our DNA, our beliefs. Now I, I cannot prove that I have not done enough research. I, this is antidotal research, but I do think 
that we actually have beliefs that come through in our DNA. And they can be the, the toughest, the toughest beliefs for me to, to help people change. And one of the beliefs that I think is really tough is that you have to work your fingers to the bone. You have to work really, really, really hard in order to deserve things. I think this is one of those things where, um, it's, 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 it's a lot of beliefs around deserving, but it also is a lot of beliefs around work and what we believe about work. And, um, I think we, in many ways, especially those of us in North America, because I'm a Canadian, but right beside the United States. And we always use the expression of the Protestant work ethic. And even though I'm a Catholic, it definitely applies to, to everybody. I think the idea is, is that, you know, it's, it's almost virtuous to work hard that it gives you some value to work hard and to work all the time. And that only people who are working 24 seven are the people who really deserve, um, or will have success. And I think that this is very intimidating to women. I think women entrepreneurs are already working bloody well hard. They're working really, really hard. I mean, growing your own business is like bringing up children. It is really concentrated. You're always learning. It is really a lot of time and a lot of mental energy and a lot of emotion and a lot of your self-identity. And the good part of that is, is that you get to express yourself. You get to do what you want, you know, most of the time. And when you get to a certain level, you definitely want to stay in your zone of genius and work only in the areas where you are the best and then outsource it to people who are better at doing some of the other stuff that you're not so good at. That's the objective. But I think that so many women, especially if they get, this is, this is, you know, what I find is if say, for example, they get to the point where they're, you know, making six figures, they're usually really, really busy. And, um, they're really busy in their business, but often, you know, they're still doing all their personal stuff too. They still got to take care of family and have relationships and do all the stuff they do. And what ends up happening is, is that their belief around work, um, becomes, I have to work like this forever. Like, why would I want to expand my business? Why would I want to go to the next level? Why would I want to become a leader? and have to manage people. And they just think to hell with it. I don't want to do this. This is crazy. I'm already doing enough. If I get bigger, that means that I have more work. And I think that work is, is one of those things where you can actually organize, as I said, organize and outsource. And every single big entrepreneurial person that I've worked with or anyone that I have followed or read about They all have the same thing. They all say that when they get to a certain level and they're making the most money in their, their businesses, they end up outsourcing a lot of the things that used to keep them stressed out. But that's a mindset to get there in order to release the work that you do not want to do in order to, you know, say to yourself, I can afford to pay the salaries to these people and have them full time you need to make a serious mindset shift. You need to get rid of those old limiting beliefs that you have. But one of the things that I think that everybody needs to start out with is looking at what do they believe about work? Because I know also a lot of people 
And they don't really want to work that hard in some ways. They go, well, I don't really want to work that hard. Like, am I lazy? And I'm like, no, you're not lazy. It's just that who would naturally want to do something that you don't like? I think you can look at kids and they're like, no, I don't want to do that. And you don't go, well, you're lazy. You understand that they just really don't like doing that. And that they show us what we're really like kids. If you ever want to see what, what we're really like, look at kids. And I think that we need to look at our beliefs about work because often we do work that we don't need to do. We overcompensate. And this is where all the mindset stuff comes in where, you know, I don't feel like I deserve it unless I'm working really hard or the imposter syndrome where I work really hard and I, I over deliver and I do the whole perfectionist thing because it makes me more valuable if I'm always in motion. And I think there's tons of beliefs that you always have to be doing something in order to deserve. And that all plays into our work beliefs. So if you find yourself feeling resistant to growing your business, if you feel that you are just too darn tired and you're just at your limit, well, then this is where you have to look at what you believe about work and really become mindful of what you're actually doing. Like, are there tasks that you are doing that you absolutely should not be doing? And I keep thinking about my client who was running a successful, um, she was running a successful marketing business and she had started off, I think, writing copy for people. And when she grew and she grew and she started hiring people, she still was writing copy that she shouldn't, that it was too darn uh, small job for her to be doing something that didn't make her any money basically but she was still in the mindset of having to prove herself like having to prove that everything was perfect and there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of negative uh, consequences uh, uh, due to this mindset it was that she was pretty well doing double the amount of mental energy that she work that she needed to do and also she didn't make as much money because she was wasting her time on little projects that did not make her a lot of money so I think that she realized on some level that this wasn't making her happy, but she did it because she had beliefs around work. And there's all different areas that, um, as I said, culturally that can affect you. What does your culture believe about work? I kind of joke with my husband who is a, you know, the son of German immigrant about him being a German and working as hard as he does. Um, I'm kind of joking. I also wish my son would inherit that ethnic side. I'm telling you, but you know, and I joke about me being an Irish Catholic and how I'd rather just be at the pub drinking a pint, but these are all stereotypes, but there are actually some truth in cultural beliefs. So what are your cultural beliefs? You know, even the fact that my, my, uh, my husband is the son of an immigrant. He has what I call immigrant beliefs that, um, you can never take it easy because your parents work so hard to put you where you are and you owe it to be working 24 seven. And once again, let's go back to the consequences of work, work beliefs. If you are working more than you, um, then you really physically should, you're obviously going to, to physically pay for that. And you're not going to be as healthy as you could. You're also not going to probably nurture your relationships in the same way. And, you know, lastly, I think that, um, 
what working too much and not working smartly and not being concentrated on what you need to do and not outsourcing and hiring other people to do the jobs. I think what that does is it 150% stalls you from going to the next level. So if you are listening to this and you're kind of like, mm, yeah, yeah, another consequence, Megan, is I'm procrastinating. That is a sure sign that you need to look at your work, your work beliefs, because procrastination is really an interesting thing. You might be a super hard worker and yet you go to yourself, you're like, what the heck? Why am I procrastinating? That's, that's not me. I want to tell you a little secret. So as a core belief engineering practitioner, as a belief person, I would look at that and I know that often procrastination is kind of like a rescue strategy. It rescues you from having to work hard. It rescues you from perceived threats, like being exhausted. There's a part of your mind that's like, uh-uh, I'm not going to be exhausted. I'm, I can't do it. So you procrastinate so that you don't have to commit to doing that project. You don't have to commit to running that group or creating that course or, you know, doing that big project. So our mind is brilliant and yet tricky. It's very tricky. And that's why I'm talking to you about beliefs around work today and whether or not your beliefs are getting in the way of your success. So it's food for thought. If there's one thing that I would ask you to do, just listening to this, and this maybe resonates with you, sit down with a pen in your journal or start talking to maybe your spouse or your good business buddy and talk about what you believe about, um, work. You really, what do you really believe? Don't edit it. Just put it down, get it out on paper, see what is going on within your subconscious. It is worth the 10 minutes that it will take you to do this. So if you are looking for, of course, more of a one-on-one, -on -one, then I am a belief expert. This is my area of expertise. And I'm always thrilled to work with women who are, you know, conscious and they're conscious they are getting in their own way, but they really have the desire to reach their goals. And they really understand, this is really important. They really understand that they have something that the world needs because every single woman that I talk to who is creating a business has some area of, of genius, some area of expertise that she needs to share with the world. So anyway, guys, I hope that you uh, get something from this. And as always, send comments to me, come, you know, hit reply, go to meganoneal.ca and just send me a note. Tell me what you think, what you believe. I'm always fascinated to see what other women think. And I hope that you have a lovely day. Thanks guys for listening and I will see you and I welcome any ideas for further podcasts, any subjects. Bye guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of Belief Alchemy with Megan O'Neill. And before you go, I just want to tell you about a fantastic micro course, a free one that I offer to anyone who wants to go to meganoneal.ca because I'm in Canada slash courses. It's called The Confidence Lab, Own Your Entrepreneurial Expertise. And I created this micro course because I know that there's so many busy women who are ambitious, 
who want to go to the top of their field. They understand underneath all of the mind trash that there is tremendous potential, but they get caught in their own way. They, they play it small instead of going big and bold. So in this course, I will teach you to understand where you are getting in your way and offer some tools and guidance so that you can be all that you want and reach those income goals. It's what we all want. So go to meganoneal.ca courses. Bye guys. See you next week.